It's your girls, AMT. I'm Amaya. And I'm T. Grab your wine, grab your weed, because we're about to add a little sunshine to your tea. We're about to get into the nitty gritty, down and dirty, and a little flirty. So hide your wives, hide your kids, because the stallions are out. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's the stallions. We back. With another episode. The last of the season. Of this season. I think this is episode 25. I hope I'm not wrong. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Or 27. No. We in the, the mid-late 20s. You know, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. Um, But yeah, we're going to be taking a little break after this episode. Reevaluate. Uh-huh. And Get hopefully. Get together. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully be back with visuals and stuff like that for you guys. Baby steps. Baby steps. We're taking... Yeah, <laughs> we definitely took our time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That that means that when it gets here, it's going to be even better. We will. Yeah. I have no doubt about the what's to come. It's just I think we we had a lot that we did just already within this year. Mm-hmm. And we've made a lot of production since the first episode. So I know. For us, time. sometimes, like in the beginning, I felt like, when we would sit down and record episodes, I'm like, I can't sit here and talk for longer than 30 minutes. And now <laughs> we'll sit here and talk for an hour and 30 minutes mm-hmm. and still have more shit to say. Natural. But have to, like, tell ourselves, like, all right, this is getting a little long. <laughs> yeah, because we got to go sleep. Shit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I'm excited to come back with visuals and just be in front of the camera and show our faces. People get to, like, literally see our personalities play out <laughs> in real life and not just hear the the chemistry but physically see it in the in the studio or in a wherever we record and whatnot yeah we have more to come it's just a gradual progression and it's not gonna happen overnight absolutely but i think the main goal this year was to just start it and we did that it yeah. some. so <laughs> uh, we did we did a lot we gonna give ourselves we're, we gonna, we're gonna pat ourselves on the back you know i'm gonna give us our flowers <laughs> stress the fuck out but we did it but we did it anyways huh, i don't know how <laughs> uh-huh. no, um, no, this is a lot going on right now how's uh-huh. your life let's let's hear a little life update so the people know where we at and when we come back next year we can you know have a difference something to compare it to you know right now makes me want to be in a better position a couple months from now just because like i i don't know if i told you this already before but like sometimes i just feel like a robot i'm just getting up no literally i get up go to work come home go to sleep repeat monday through friday and that shit is just i i just can't see myself doing that for the rest of my life and that i think i'm just now realizing that this is not the life I want for myself so I just want to be better do better and be happier I feel like we talked about this before but I just feel like that's this generation like a lot of us like we just we're all but that's that's okay I think we were conditioned and like taught to like want to go to college and get a good job and work your nine to five and Monday through Friday and a weekend is enough time to yourself and that's not how any of us feel now um, a lot of us are realizing we want more than that. We need more than that mentally. Um, I don't know how the people, like, I don't know how, even, like, my parents are, what what they do. It's very, I guess in some ways their jobs are very, they were both, like, their their jobs are very different each day. They entail the same things, but the scenarios are different, and there's always something new happening. So I guess that's how they put up with it, but I couldn't, I couldn't either. Yeah. 
not for, not forever. Yeah, it's just it just seemed like it's it's too much of a drag, and like I feel like like I was thinking about this in the car on my way home. I was like, I'm really like not in a place where I want to be, and I think we're conditioned to just be on survival mode and really not choose happiness but also happiness is not at everybody's accessibility because even though like happiness is something you have to find within yourself sometimes you don't have the tools to do that and I feel like most of us don't have the tools to find our happiness and find what we like to do or what we love to do or our purpose and it hinders us and it makes us get into this nine to five mindset I need to make this money da, 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 instead of going for what you actually want as far as happiness. I saw this post the other day and it was like, let's normalize when we get paid going and spending money on ourselves and whatnot because we're not working just to pay bills, we're working to also like, like we have a life, like we have things that we may want to spend money, which is very interesting because some people really don't have that like that's option. The check is coming. Right? Exactly. Like, well, that's, spend, that's a blessing you to can't even be able to do such things. Yeah, sometimes you can't even like, there's been times where I'm like, I just, I can't, I can't treat myself at all as much as I want to. I just can't. I have responsibilities yeah. above my my wants and needs right now. Yeah. So and a commodity, and, if yeah, you will. It's real. It's survival mode, and it's real. Yeah. Some real shit. No, for me, I feel like life right now. I don't know where my life update really is. I feel like I'm just in this like period of figuring shit out which i feel like i'm always going to be in that mode but like truly like honed in focused on a figuring it out and understanding what direction because it's even the little things you know i think and it's you don't always need to necessarily have a plan but like i don't even necessarily know what general direction i am headed in with life right now which is fine i'm young i'll figure that out and i'm starting to realize that because before i was previously just in the mindset of i have to figure it out right now right here in this moment or I'm fucking screwed for life, which makes no sense. Um, now, looking back at that like mindset, but now it's like really focusing in, okay, you've pivoted, you've changed courses, let's reevaluate what the goals are five years from now, 10 years from now, X, Y, and Z. Maybe not stress ourselves out about it, but have a general direction and understanding of where you're headed so you know what opportunities to, to accept or decline or what direction you should be you know looking towards and whatnot and that's kind of like where i'm at right now and i hope that next year is the the disciplined year um which i know a lot of y'all I, I think you're like this you don't really care for like new year's resolutions or like just making new goals yeah she's shaking her head no mm -hmm. um but for for us I, I feel like or at least for me one of my goals and i know new year whatever everyone always talk about like new me but I really mean it when I say, like, I really hope this year is the year of discipline and just doing things for myself. The same way a boss asks me to do something and I'm like, I got to get it done. I got to get it done because I'll get fired or I'll get whatever, whatever if I don't do my job. It's the same way I want to be with myself and being like, uh, I deserve this. I deserve to have these opportunities, to have these experiences, to have all the things that I want. I just have to be disciplined in order to get there. Hmm. That's funny that you say that. I think kind of opposite of it. I think every year is a discipline year, for me at least. I think that there, no matter what year it is, and no matter how much I want change and how much 
I want to change, change happens on its own and it happens naturally. And when you try and force it, I feel like, and not saying that anyone is forcing or you're forcing it, but when you try and like set a goal, then I, I feel like, especially at a certain time of year, I just always feel like change is inevitable. And I've changed under no circumstances of me thinking that I would change. Like it's just life situations happening, experiences that I've experienced throughout the year that has changed me since last year. And it's just, it, for me, it proves my my theory of every every step and stone in life, and every time you feel this this change, it it just happens to you unexpectedly, and you just kind of be like, wow, that was the period that I did change, and that was what happened after this and this and this situation. And it's, I think that's the that's the beauty of life. Like you just never know when it's gonna happen, and no matter how much you plan for it, it just happens on its own. And I think that's when you learn how to cope with the things life throws at you. Sometimes, you know. Yeah. I I mean, <clears throat> as far as change, I wouldn't even necessarily look at like I wasn't looking at being disciplined as the change, but as in and not even necessarily for the new year but just for from today you know going into a new year and just for the the, the time that i can forward to be and i guess i just say year to put like a almost like a time frame to like really get it together i can slip up i can fall back here and every now and again but like continue to move in a forward direction but when i say um be more discipline and and whatnot i mean more so in the sense of like yeah not even change but goals are just moving forward and not to say that what you're saying is wrong but i'm trying to put this into words to where it makes the most sense but i feel like if you don't work towards the things you want if you're not disciplined and taking the time and setting aside the time to go to the gym, the time to eat healthy or cook meals and be able to do those things. Obviously, you you only have so much time in a day and obviously our jobs take up a large portion of that. But even in those little things, even when I get home and I don't necessarily want to go to the gym, I'm still going to the gym because I know it's good for me and I know that I won't regret it afterwards. Or And it doesn't have to be any, it doesn't have to have, necessarily have to be the gym. It could be anything. It could be literally anything. It's just the example that came to mind though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. We'll see where we're at. Come this new, this this new beginning of season two. <laughs> I almost said this new year, but yeah. come beginning of season two. But I, I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see what how our circumstances have changed too. I'm excited, and I'm also like, damn, shit, about to get real. Time is just flying. It is, and I'm I'm not here for it. <laughs> Here we go. Everyone always says, I've heard this multiple times, and you can tell me how you feel. Everyone always says, after you turn 25, it just takes off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it is no joke. Literally, I feel like I just turned 25, and here, 26, come like, hello, bitch. I'm at the door. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not, not open up. 27, two years from here, like, and then five years is 30. And it's, I'm like, oh, no, four years, actually. Fuck. At uh, this rate, yeah. We, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> basically. Whoa. Um, <laughs> major reality check right now. That's crazy. But um, we're gonna get into the outline for today. What's the TT? Put us on beat. Let me know what's happening. Now, blow my mind. 
I don't know if this has to do with the driver being dumb or because <laughs> the window so I don't know what the fuck or what do you call it a trunk? What are, what is it? The little lever shit on the back of the truck. Yeah, like a U-Haul, but no, 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 not U-Haul. The um, the UPS truck. UPS, UPS. But they hold all the packages. On them, yeah, the nigga that know how to drive that don't know how to drive in the neighborhood. Anyways, um, a whole bunch of SATs fell or flew all over the fucking freeway um, from the UPS truck that was transporting them and a whole bunch of people might have to take that shit SAT as in the test not STD as in something you should get tested for but (laughs) um, I hope y'all didn't take it (laughs) the the second way she said it you said STI earlier too this was off (laughs) off the podcast that I said this was not for the podcast. Whatever. Um, I'd be pissed if someone told me I had to go take that shit again. I'm not even going to cap. I'd be like, no, bitch, just pass me. That shit is how I got into college. I was on the waiting list, and then I retook that dumbass test. Mm-mm. And that's when I go off the waiting list, when they got that test result back. And I took Adderall when I took that test. So for them to come back and tell me I have to do it again? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I did what I was supposed to do. It's not happening. So. I I did it. <laughs> You don't have to wait. It's a perfect score then. (laughs) You lost it, it's a perfect score. Mm -hmm. That's like saying I gave you $100 to pay for something and you lost it and now you're coming to ask me for another $100. Mm -hmm. No, sir. That's not how this works. I think that they should have had a way where they can calculate all of the the scores. Well, not all the scores. A copy of the test that they took and have that on file and then send them out before some shit happens why are we even still taking physical copies of fucking tests anyways is my real question because paper we are in 2022 are are an unbreakable relationship i actually prefer writing over like computerized things i feel like the computer just annoys the shit i can't no i Girl, all you do is fill it in a bubble. No, I seriously get cramps. I really have to fill it in the bubble. I really have to go to the doctor for some shit because my hands start to cramp. Remember when we was in the gym and my shit started cramping? You <laughs> yeah. thought I was being funny. I was serious as fuck. I do remember that. That shit was doing this. <laughs> I actually prefer though writing things down rather than typing them. I mean, when I have to be quick with it, like I ain't got time to take notes. Typing is obviously more efficient, but yeah. but you see me always. I always write our outlines out on paper, even if we have it on the phone. It's written on paper. She I have type to. That bitch out real quick. Every single time, I'll find something to write this shit on a napkin. Uh, she using my mail right now. This ain't. Need, let me not say that. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we're gonna transition to juice box. Um, and I saw this online, and I don't personally feel this way. But I can see how someone does because maybe this is an insecurity mm-hmm. for you. But I just wanted you to speak to this or talk about your experience, provide advice, whatever. It says, do you feel like it is hard to feel feminine as a taller woman? No. No. Okay. I knew you were going to say no. My, my ask here is for you to share how or your advice to women that may feel that type of way because i can see how you can feel that way i know men love to come up to you or the joke is always like oh let's play 1v1 in basketball or something sports related and they climb my tree they just uh, make you not even a fuck like gender at that point they just make you like into this object yeah an object or put you into this box and like you're a basketball player that's it that's all i'm gonna say you're you're probably a basketball player or you're a fucking tree a model you know like they very much so put you in a category in a place within that if you're prettier maybe they'll put you as a model if you're not as pretty maybe they'll be like 
Oh, you're a tree. Or so that bitch dunking. <laughs> or that. Is it, no, usually when, you're, when you present, when women are uh, present themselves more masculine and like, you know, their physical features or whatnot, they usually perceive you as more of like an athlete mm-hmm. because you have this masculine presentation. Yeah. And... It's not a good way to. I don't help because I look like a little boy sometimes when I go outside. I be tall as shit in my little. Hood. I'll put the whole hoodie on. You won't even. All you see is my face, and I feel like I look like my brother when all you can see is just my face. Mm, I can see that, but no. Not entirely. Not entirely. I can see though how someone can feel that way. I used to feel that way. I feel like a lot of girls feel this way in the gym. And you say this all the time. You don't like to lift weights because you don't want to get too muscular. Yeah, do you I'm feel like it's because look you look? Bulky. Do you feel like it's because it makes you look more masculine per se, or no? It's just, just something you, I just don't, don't want to. To I, I don't like it. I always and, I, and I've started to learn this about myself. There's something about a muscular woman that makes me like so. It just it's such an attractive look to me, and I think that's also why I don't mind lifting weights. I like when my arms are muscular. I like when I'm a little bit toned, a little defined. Not like I'm bulging like six pack, like I'm a bodybuilder type vibe, but say, like. It's different because I see some bitches that lift weights and I'm like, shit. Like, <laughs> that's but, a lot. Yeah, it's preference too. But I can, I know that some girls are just naturally built that way. I feel like I, and people, it's something I've always been told. It's something that I'm starting to realize. I have always been naturally built muscular. I've also always played sports, so I guess that contributes to it. Um, but my body has always naturally been relatively muscular, and I think that's also why I'm okay with it. Versus some girls go from, and you can say you can attest to this, but you don't mind. But like being relatively skinny and like small, petite, and then going to be thicker, and now you're like, okay, I have to work out a little bit, so then you get a little bit more toned and muscular. And you're like, this is weird for my dainty, skinny body, me, petite body. Me as fuck. <laughs> now that I'm older, and now that I'm in my grown woman weight, 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 weight. Um, and my, I told you before, my body is very, it, it fluctuates. Like, I can gain just as easily as I can, like, lose. So I have to find a balance between that and making sure that I'm solid. Yeah. Because I can be a skinny bitch if I wanted to, and I could be a big bitch if I wanted to. You've seen <laughs> both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just in the in-between phase where I'm not skinny and I'm not that thick. But I got a little something to poke out, you know. I got a little hips here and there, you know. But that's it. I'm not out here looking like a rib cage. <laughs> once, once you hit 21, and that's, I, I guess it's only counts if you no, drink. 25, bitch. Okay, forget her. I'm speaking for me. I can only speak for myself. Once I hit 21... It went downhill from that. It was probably largely due to my alcohol consumption increasing drastically. But they really don't like, like I guess you just don't experience it, you know, like until you do, or you don't know until you experience it. But like after I turned twenty one, I gained. I've and I've lived in L A now since right before I turned twenty one. I've gained forty pounds since moving here, which I think is crazy. You just gain weight when you get older. I think it's very natural. I feel like I see so many people. Not everyone does, but a lot of people do because you're you kind of get to this like plateau almost. It's like your body's done growing, your body's done doing its things, and now it's kind of sitting at this. I mean, some people do fluctuate based off of their habits, but most people fluctuate within a certain range of weights. They may be in like a twenty pound range, but for me to gain forty fucking pounds, 
after I moved here, I was like, no, I definitely did some crazy shit. I mean, yeah. Or, I, 40 pounds body, is a lot. That's a big difference. It is, but your body changes as you grow older into a woman. That's why I said 25 is like really like the, the grown woman body that you'll <laughs> definitely have to maintain as much as you can because boy, oh boy. I'm trying to build that habit now. It's hard. I go through my phases. I go through so like... Hard eight month it's usually around like eight ish ten ish month periods of gym consistently and then i'll fall off and then i'll have to get back on the train and that's usually not the best or most fun mm -hmm. time but i still find a way to do it i think that goes to having a routine and it's so hard to fucking have a routine when you don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life yeah, I, no, that was me last year, not having a routine. I didn't even know where I was going to wake up the next morning, let alone what I, what, what, if I was going to be able to go to the gym. Now, I, I do feel like I'm more in a routine, and I am definitely someone that operates off a routine. I need structure in some capacity. Mm -hmm. I don't like when things are too structured. I still like free-flowing, but I still need a relative, like, I need a knowing of, I am going to have this set time every single day to go to the gym, which is the morning for me. That's why I'm a morning person, a morning gym person. But I need to know that. Now I have that. Previously, I did not have that. I also didn't have a car before. So how was I going to fucking get there? Um, I did the best with the circumstances I had at I was the about time. I bitch, you still was doing better. I, yeah, I, I was. I was. I, I definitely I, I got it to a point. But back to the original question. Any advice you can give for women that may feel not feminine as a taller woman? I think it's all about confidence. I, I mean, it's, that's the best advice I could give to you because I can sit here and tell you all day long and just have your head up and dress cute and all this but you have to find that within yourself um, you have to find what makes you feel good what makes you feel like damn like no matter what anybody says I know that I feel good and I know that I look good so it doesn't matter what anybody has to say so um, as long as you're happy with who you are and how you're presenting yourself then I don't see nothing wrong with what you're doing but if you're not happy, then there's something you need to reevaluate um, and try and change or try and um, enhance is what it is. And I'm not saying you got to do plastic surgery or anything, but just try and see what other avenues there is. Like if you want to get healthier, if you want to look a little bit more leaner, like look into programs that, you know, benefit you in that way or, you know, if it means dressing different or trying a new style try that or try a new hairstyle shit i went through so many colors and hair looks i think in the past few years that i'm i'm just stuck with one thing that i haven't gotten yet but i'm getting there it's part of my goals <laughs> um, <laughs> i was gonna say honestly the same thing as you about as is in confidence we were talking about this at work the other day about how we all have our own unique styles and one of our one of my coworkers was just saying how or they just ask a lot of questions in regards to style which i do too but they're on another level and ultimately one of us or one of the other co-workers was like you just have to own it like even if you don't think okay. you like it you just have to make people think you like it yeah you might have said that to me about my hair or maybe that was nicole i did it was Thank you, you. Make it. Make, like just confidence if you act like you if you feel confident in your look or even if you don't necessarily feel it you fake it it'll become a reality one two 
if other people think you like it, like they're not gonna fucking be like they'll probably still talk shit if they don't necessarily like it, but they're not gonna be like, ah, look at her, like walking down the street with your fucking haircut or your your taller body or whatever the case may be. I can right. see how and I wouldn't necessarily say not feeling feminine in my taller body, but I can see where I even still to this day sometimes mm-hmm. get hung up on my own height. I remember a point in time and this is you honestly brought me out of my shell in this wearing heels i did not wear heels you will see me in prom pictures you'll see me in like homecoming pictures even as maybe graduation but graduation i think i wore like a little wedge but i really didn't (laughs) wear a little wedge now it was a wedge it wasn't kitten heel it was a wedge um but even in that sense i used to not wear heels because i did i was like i'm already fucking tall like what else do I want? Like, I probably look crazy. And I remember this one girl on our volleyball team, she she actually modeled. She came to our banquet dinner, and she was in this beautiful dress, and she was in these fucking high-ass heels. She's, like, 6'2". The heels made her six fucking... Six, mm-hmm. six, seven, or something. And she fucking owned that shit. And I was like, damn, she looks good. Like, I could never. And, I, you know, I, I figured out a reason why I couldn't do something like that. I was like, she's skinnier, and I'm a little bit more, like meat on the bone it wouldn't look right and now like as an adult as a grown woman and as someone that f- enjoys being tall enjoys being a fucking stallion now this bitch tell me to put on heels i know i'd be like i'm wearing heels you better be wearing heels tonight because i can't be tall too i actually don't mind though when we aren't when you aren't wearing heels it's when i like we that much off exactly <laughs> when i'm in heels i'm the same height as her when i'm not in heels and she's in heels oh i'm short bitch the other day i was out was with no i was out with um desert Annalisa. And we went to we went to um, Bossa Nova at the end of the night, and mm-hmm. I took off my heels because I was driving, and I was like, I'm not putting these strappy heels back on. Like I'm putting my slides on. We're going to eat. I'm sitting at a table. I'm not putting my heels on. They're like, you're not gonna put your heels on. I was like, no. And then I got out of the car, and I'm standing next to them, and I literally felt so fucking short. Like I was actually looking up. Like I'm, I'm dead ass. Like they had a good four inches on me both because they're also tall. They're both stallions as well, and. I was like, yeah, no, I need my heels on. Now I feel inadequate without my heels on. Mm-hmm. You know, which that's a good thing. I like that. I care about like putting my heels on and being confident, confident in it. But that's not what I was looking for. Being, I like when we walk into a room and it's like you can't help but command the room. Like, why would you not want something like that? Why would you not want to be tall and feel that like energy and like? And we look good. And we look good. I know. It's just <laughs> let me tell a you. A plus. A plus plus. He is dripping. <laughs> all no. the short bitches. Yeah. No offense. We love y'all. No problem with the shorties, but no, all the smoke. Cause you shorties be taking all the tall ass men as if y'all need them. I'm the fuck your five four ass doing six eight niggas. We need them niggas. We need them niggas. Like, can you just let us have some? Cause we can't have the short okay. niggas, and now we can't have the tall ones either. Before, we don't want the short ones. Okay. Let's let's Correction. make that clear. We don't want the short ones, and now we can't have the tall ones. We need, we need to talk. I want all the smoke. Um, but we're going to transition into banana talk. And for banana talk, I wanted to discuss gender inequalities in the workplace. Do you feel like, and I feel like this is such a crazy thing to talk about even now. Can you explain this for those who don't really know what this means? Got you. I will get there. Um, I feel like it's a crazy thing to even have to talk about something like this in 2022 it just feels like such a long time ago even though it probably isn't that long ago that women got right rights it is but it's i've lived in a world for the most part where 
women and men in my eyes were on the same playing grounds and then I got older and learned that's not true um, I think my mother being the person she is always being the breadwinner always being the top dog in her world made me have a false perception of how women were perceived in the workplace and in mm -hmm. other places um, gender inequalities in the workplace for those that don't fully understand what that means meaning women and men not being held to a similar standard expectation not being treated the same whether that's good or bad um and pays you see that inequality quite often that's probably the, the the first place that people think when they hear gender inequalities in the workplace um is pay equal pay men will get paid 100k to do something that they would only pay a woman to do 80k for um or men get special privileges maybe in the company or get promoted over women because simply that they are men these are the gender inequalities or just quite frankly treated differently entirely in whatever sense you want to look at that in the workplace than a woman is um i know you work with a lot of women so this might be hard but even if you think back to previous jobs or other workplaces place like settings you've been in um have you ever felt in gender inequality whether it's something that may have been internally thought by you but not necessarily something that other people may realize or something that you've witnessed or that you feel like was very obviously inadequate in the workplace i don't think i've personally ever experienced gender inequality um out of all the workplaces that i've worked in mainly because i'm not the one behind the scenes to see exactly who's dictating who gets what so i i never but even in just the sense of like in a regular work setting maybe he's the cashier and you're the other cashier and he gets better hours or something than you or no like the little things no i've never i i can really say i've never not to my knowledge that i could ever think that a man or just there was any inequality in in gender um in my workplace that i've ever worked do you, are you surprised to hear that this is something that's still at least i personally believe still heavily like exists in the workplace no 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 <laughs> Uh, America is fucked. <laughs> like, are, are we really surprised that there's inequality, like, everywhere? Like, it's, it's happening, and it's going to continue to happen unless... It's just going to continue to happen, and it might not be on such a larger scale moving forward, but it's, it's going to happen. Like, people have discriminations, people have biases, and depending on who's in charge, that's how things are going to roll until somebody changes or somebody takes their position and changes the rules. But until then, I always think that there's always going to be inequality um, in some degree. Even if you think about it in, like right now, like yes, a woman has ran for president before. Yes, we currently have a female vice president. But the but fact that been there's been 40, what? What are we on president 47? Yep. I am right. Uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong. Someone um, like that. <laughs> um, because we're like, like that's how many people have gone by, and there still has not been a woman president. And on top of which, how many women have ran for office? I'm pretty sure Hillary is the only one. It's the only person I can actually think of. I, I'm not too Hillary submersed in the politics. Yeah, I, you know, you miss me with that because I, I really don't know. All Speaking about of today was um. Election day, like we know, voted. Did, did you vote? vote. You, did, you didn't mail it. No. Joe Biden was a 46th president. My apologies. No, I'm sorry. I'm one of those people. I, oh. I just black people. I know. <laughs> a nigga, nigger, nigga shit. Um, no, but like, 
I think I voted. Sorry. Okay. I just wanted Good. to make sure that was uh clear. Good. At least one of us did. I actually just got registered to vote here. I just scratched this pimple on my back. Lord. Ew. Nobody wanna hear that. Are you one of those people that watches pimple popping videos? I do and I love them. What? That is something I have not been able to get my body to stomach. I can watch Dr. Miami cut up titties, coochies, asses, st- tummies, all of the motherfucking above. The back fat, the nose. I can see him do all that shit, all the blood, the gore, the no. whatever. You know what I hate? But watch. sticking that shit in there and like, <laughs> the ass? getting all the fat out. I'm like, oh my gosh, you are torturing that person. They're sleep. They knocked out. I'm sure they go through that shit when they wake up. When I'll they're pulling it. the titties, so like when they're like oh, stapling no. shit and they're, they're so pull of the skin i can endure all that shit but watching somebody pop a pimple and juice come out that's the best part that is the best part ew i can do it on myself i also can't pop other people's pimples like sometimes people ask me to do it and i'm like like my mom has asked me to pour no i can do my mom's face because of my mama but anywhere else on your body i cannot and any other person i cannot it's i love popping pimples i used to do that to um the guy that I did in high school. Oh, you're one of those. My mom's one oh, of those. Oh, he hated that. He's like, no. Like, he would literally snap. I'd be like, no. I'm going to get it. Come here. Well, I can. I may be with my nigga. Because sometimes I'd be looking at people. And I'm like, you have the juiciest pimple on your face. And you just walked outside like this. Like that. <laughs> just pop it. Pop. Let me pop or, it. Even if you're not someone likes to pop your pimples because scarring and all that shit. That's love. Put a pimple patch. Something. They don't do shit. They do. They work for me. You have to get the star ones. The star ones actually legitimately where I put them bitches on. Oh my god. They don't do shit for me. Oh my god. No, they 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 suck it. Even if I have to do sometimes the pimple might be a little tighter, it's not fully formed. If I put it on like I had this one on my forehead and it's pretty down. I had to put it on two nights in a row for it to really like suck because it had it wasn't like it wasn't on the surface level yet. It had to really like pull. But that shit when I woke up the next morning was nice and it was just all out on it and i was like perfect and now it's flat it's got a little texture but it'll go away <laughs> um peaches and cream for peaches and cream peaches peaches i want peach cobbler i was just about to say that that is so fucking crazy the hot ass peach cobbler i've only ever had peach cobbler once i know my mom made it. Shout you out to her. That bad. shit was fire. I was like, why haven't I? So I don't I like peaches. I don't like peaches. I do not like peaches. I don't like peach tea. I don't like peaches. I, I just peaches. I think they're also a little bit too sweet for me in a way. Um, but when it came to the peach cobbler, I like apple pie, like warm, like apple pie with oh, ice cream. So like the warm cobbler. peach cobbler with the little bread. Oh, that shit. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Banana pudding. Honorable mention. Um, can I get some <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. Um, peaches and cream. Do you believe in soul ties? Do you do you know what a soul tie is? Not necessarily. So soul ties are something that Niggas let's see what coming up with shit. What the fuck is a soul tie? You've never heard I've of a heard soul, of soul tie. Other people have heard of soul ties. She live under a rock. Soul ties are a real thing. People know what this is. I don't give a fuck. Somebody out there understand me. Let's see what the actual... Let's see how they deci- decide to define soul ties. A soul tie is an intense spiritual connection between two people that results in a mutual learning experience. That's how y'all decided to fucking describe this? That was a terrible definition. That was terrible. Okay, let's see what the Urban Dictionary says. They might be a little bit better. It says, a spiritual slash emotional connection you have to someone after being intimate with them, usually engaged in sexual intercourse. 
the point that when you want to be rid of them from your mind and your life even when you are far away from them and out of their presence you still feel as if they are a part of you and a part of you is with them causing you to feel unwhole as if you've given up some of yourself untangible that cannot be easily possessed again thank you fucking urban dictionary for having an adequate I'm description saying, of what I can name about two people that did that to me <laughs> the soul tie Mm-hmm. Really? Okay, so but you haven't so you haven't heard of a soul tie previously today. But based today. on the definition, yes. Do you want to tell me about those experiences? Because I was going to ask you, how do you think a soul tie happens? But you didn't even know what it was. So in those cases, how do you feel like you were you got kind of stuck in this soul tie? Because two of the main ways that were discussed of getting a soul tie is period sex. I've heard period sex. People have said that that that's when it's that's when it's like a, a, I guess a recipe for it to be even more intense of a feeling or something that can truly happen um spitting in mouth also is something that everyone is why did you make that face because like ew <laughs> you've never had your mouth spit? spit have we had ah, this I, you know, yes we have in the, on the podcast yes oh, okay yes yes well whatever but yes spitting in mouth is uh, one of the ways that you can also I guess easier transfer a soul tie. Easier, <laughs> easy. I don't fucking know. Okay, easier. but that's the. That's That's the um, the way to like I guess ensure that a soul tie is is transferred because I guess so it has people to be believe a sexual. Um, there has to be sexual intercourse or some type of sexual relationship there, whether it's not necessarily vaginal penetration, but even through. I guess oral sex too, anal sex, all the above. Any type Does of it sex. have to be good? The soul tie? Yeah. Or the None sex? of the sex. The sex. Do you feel like you can have? I don't know if I, my body would. I don't. Th- it's not like every time you fuck someone, you get a soul tie. Um, and I think when I have bad sex, I'm definitely not getting any type of soul tie. To well, that yeah, person. of course it's not going to be a soul tie if it's bad sex. But like, if it's not the best you've had, yeah, that's fine. Be- I I think so, absolutely. I want to say, okay, I'm on the verge of saying yes, and then I'm on the verge of saying no, because the person that I did have sex with at the time, um, this is when I was younger, um, there was already like a, a connection, at least I think there was a connection there, and even though the sex, now that I think about it, wasn't the best, quote unquote, and wasn't all of that I definitely still feel like there's a part of me with that person even though I know we both moved on from each other and our past experience with each other as youngins (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I but there's still like a tie to like and it's weird because I I used to think like oh I'm still not over this nigga and it's not that I'm not, because I'm over it, but it's just like, I still have a piece of me with him. Agreed. And he's still a part of me. And I'm just like, oh, I wonder how this would have been if this, and it's, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's a, I keep revisiting moments, good times and good moments. And I guess this is where the soul tie, I say yes to of you know us having those intimate moments and then being like oh good times and then i'm like oh i'm over it (laughs) you know i don't know 
I, I'm on 50-50 with it. I don't know. I, I definitely, I, I think you already know where I'm going with, like, what my answer is going to be. Yes, I believe in soul ties wholeheartedly. I already, I've always known what a soul tie, I've known what a soul tie was since high school. And I don't necessarily think I had my first soul tie in high school, but I've always done that. really live under a rock. You really do. Because I've heard of soulmates, but not the damn soul, soul tie. tie. Yeah, I, I definitely believe in it. One of the ways I do believe, or I, I was also thinking of that could transfer soul ties more and I don't want to say intensely, but is more likely to transfer a soul tie or cause a soul tie is raw sex, one. And I guess with raw sex, including being nutted in. Like, I don't just let anybody do shit like that. Like, that's that's a, like, a serious... I was obviously on birth control when I was doing stupid shit like this. But, like, that's not something I would ever, like, genuinely let someone do. I've only ever let one person do something like that. So, and in that person, that person is the person I've had a soul tie to. Even to this very day, and I agree with you, I am over him. I know I'm. this isn't the person I need to be with. I know that mm-hmm. even though we were able to end in a very, like, quick, I don't want to say quick, but, like, non, like, super dramatic way. It wasn't like a, no, you have to keep me. No, get the fuck away. Like, type vibe. It was more mm-hmm. of like a, we both knew this wasn't going to work. Like, that it was going to come to an end eventually, and unfortunately, and it's, it's now. Mm-hmm. Um, but him, and to this very day, I... So one of the funny things, and a lot of people don't know this about me, but I actually don't like saving people's numbers, especially when it's random fucking men. It's you know what men that saving people's numbers. So with like, especially with men, uh, like if I know we're not seriously talking, I may have known you for like two years, and now I finally got your number and still not fucking save it because I'm like, why? I might not even be speaking to this person in a little while later, even if we're not even like real friends. Maybe we're acquaintances or coworkers that have known each other for this amount of time. Why do I need your number? I don't save numbers. And this person, I always said, I was like, it's going to be quick and whatnot. I don't even need to save their number. And then it became a running joke that his number wasn't saved. Because I'd be like, oh, what's my name saved as in your phone? And he's like, am I still a number? Yeah, nigga, you still are. And he actually never wasn't a number on my phone. So the first three digits of his phone number, or not the first three, but the second three digits of his phone number, because the error code didn't count. Mm-hmm. Um, I, to this, that's how I always knew it was him when he was calling. Because I was like, oh, okay, that's, those are the, that's, that's his phone number. I didn't necessarily know the last four digits. But now, to this day, I still see those three digits in the time. I've seen it in gas prices. I see it when I tell you all the time. I'll look at my watch, and I'll have this amount of calories. We're just going to say the number is 333 because I don't want to actually say the number. Um, but I will look at my watch, and I'll be at 333 calories. Or I'll look at the clock, and it'll be 333 on the dot. Or I'll... The, the gas price would be $3.33. It's the crazy shit. I'll go to the store and buy something and it'll be like $3.33. And to this day, every time I see it, I still think about him. After him and I were no longer together, especially in that first like year, I saw it, I kid you not, maybe once a day. Literally, maybe once a day. And it was like, uh, like, why are you doing this to me? It's like him always like kind of being in the background and and for the first year we still there was still points in times every like now and again i would say maybe every like couple months where we would speak and that's also why i just knew he was always thinking of me and now like we don't speak at all and i do want to know if he because i want to know if a soul tie is something that more than one person like if you both have to feel it or maybe one of you can feel it and the other one maybe not necessarily have the tie that's one thing i never that's one thing I can say that I never really knew about people that I previously dated is if they really genuinely had a a thing for me. The same way or, you did for them? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's just as heavy as it was for me or if it was just only me and it was one-sided. And then I'd be thinking, like, 
I wouldn't mind, like, you know the little YouTube shows where they'd be like, oh, um, exes meet up for uh, the first time in the past. I don't know this, but that's so funny. Yeah, they have um, YouTube channels where um, they'll show, like, exes that haven't seen each other in years, and then they have a conversation and say, like, oh, do you still think about this or this, and you remember this time? I know for a fact. I would love to do that because... I just need to know what niggas is thinking just for it because I'm nosy as fuck. I know for a fact this person loved me. I don't know if they love me as much as I love them because I didn't even know I loved them until I didn't have them. But I don't know if I could say that they had a soul tie. I really want to truly know. Like the same way I saw this number every single time, what was it for them that they saw all the time that made them think of me? You don't feel like that? I, I've never had that with an ex before where I, there was something that I always saw that made me think of that person. My fucking password to my phone to this day is my first relation, my first like real, real relationship. Um, it's the date that he and I started dating. And just because it's familiar, it's always been my password. It's like, I don't want to change it now because I, it's like by heart. Like I don't even fucking necessarily know the number sometimes. It tells people I like have to sit there and type it out to be like the password is this because I know the pattern of it. And I still don't think about that person every time I do it. But for like this random ass number, every time I see yeah. it, it just makes me think of them. Like that is like truly, I, I guess I never experienced a soul tie until that point. I always knew what it was. And I thought I may have experienced it, but that was like one of those defining moments where I was like, no, this is like literally what a soul tie is. To experience like this moment of always thinking about this person. And I really want to know what their their moment um, was to, to speak about. Or like to like think about me or mm. what their 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 thing is. Interesting. I don't. I mean, because you know the password to my laptop is one of my ex's initials. Yeah. I still. I, I always forget it. I don't yeah. remember until I type it in. But yeah. yeah. But, but interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But I wonder. You know, another thing I wonder <laughs> is if any of our exes be listening to this damn podcast. <laughs> I know one of them has. <laughs> I know at least one of them I, has. At least one of the niggas that fucked his. I honestly don't Even if it was feel a real like ex. none of my exes will listen to this. No. I at all. Definitely not. It's none of my exes. I, I doubt that they... And if they have, I'm pretty sure they have not. I don't know. I don't... I, I, something in me just feels like they wouldn't. Probably niggas that I've talked to, yes. But actually had a relationship with, no. No. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. No, I definitely think mine are listening to this podcast. At least one of them. Yeah, like, at least one or two. Doing? What's she talking about? She talking about me? At least one of them, because one of them is still even texting me. Is it because you small? No, he's definitely not. The, he's definitely the quite opposite. No, I'm talking about the other ones. Oh. Because <laughs> y'all small. She ain't like you. You ain't cute. Oh, oh, that's. Never mind. I'm about to get it. Are you being specific? No. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you had like a if you had a specific person in mind with that oh statement. Because that's just what I thought of. You think <laughs> I can't? Why that's you not always bring it to that person? Nobody gives a fuck about that person. <laughs> so sad. Honestly. No, he. Yeah. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? I Anyways. I literally was dick deprived. Like I was quite literally dick deprived, and I just I needed something, and it wasn't. Worthy. Some moments I was just like, I've learned that though, and when I really crave it, in my head. and I'm making con- like I'm making rash decisions like that, it's Thank never gonna be worth it. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Anyways, very little secret. No more, no more. Because I can't even think about it anymore. I've got a bunch of little confessions I'm gonna read to you guys today. Nothing long, nothing lengthy. We'll talk a little bit, you know, chitty chat, but 
Kitty cat. <laughs> Sorry, that just rhymes. <laughs> kitty cat, kitty cat. Mm, never mind. Um... First confession is I love my girlfriend, but she's a lazy lover. That is terrible. She a pillow princess. That's what I was literally about to say. I'm a I'm a passenger princess. I love being the passenger people's cars, but pillow princess. Actually, it depends. I don't. Depends missionary can hit, but I don't like being a with pillow the right person. with the right person. But sometimes if they're too big, I can't with missionary. That should be literally in my guts and i just Ew. that's the best i go about it'd be deep in there i'm like this is Ew. no I, i'd rather take it from the back i'd literally rather be Ew. deeper from the back than you know taking from it from the back just be a lot going on okay so what so if you're not pillow princess are you getting on top because yeah oh all right i thought you were gonna say you're a pillow princess yeah <laughs> yeah Exactly the stallion going. gonna get on top and ride. That makes sense. It's, it's only right. Her, yeah. <laughs> These ain't magnies. Um, <laughs> next one eyes. is I want to watch my wife get fucked. I've never understood that fascination. What is going on? This is a white guy of wanting to watch your partner get fucked. I would have to be participating if my partner is gonna be fucked and watching that manner. I cannot just let my partner be fucking someone and I want to watch. I'd rather them fuck someone and I don't know than have to sit there and watch it. I think it's like a, it's like a form of a kink, like wanting to watch your partner get. I guess because you're so sexually like aroused, but like why would you want to watch them get fucked when you can just fuck them yourself? Sweet lady, won't you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just calling, receive me. <laughs> I cannot. Sorry, that was my alarm, y'all. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, what's your alarm? Got for? five minutes, five minutes. Oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> also says I love my wife, but there are so many women I want to fuck. You're just a terrible. Person. Are you? Th you think you're a shitty human being for being in a relationship, but still fantasizing about fucking other people? Wait, I feel like if you don't act on it, I can't be mad. If you don't act on it, I don't know too much about it. Um, I'm fine. You're okay. Okay. Yeah. That's the verdict. <laughs> for now, for I all intents and purposes, I'm gonna say yeah. I think. Um, says I have never been with a woman under 160 pounds, and I feel like I'm missing out. You absolutely are. I mean, 160 pounds on a small woman is probably really thick. So maybe you're not. You still get the big girl experience, but you could also fuck a skinnier-ish or average-sized person, and they'd be 160 pounds. But the fact I like big niggas, so I want you to be able to throw me around, but I still like to be heavy. But throw me around, you know. But you know, this low-key screams discrimination, because why the fuck are you wearing your bitches? How the fuck do you know how much they weigh? You watch them. He must ask. Bitch on he must ask. How much you weigh? Like, yeah, bitches be lying, too. I mean, I don't pers I personally don't lie about my weight, but I'm sure there's people out here that would. I don't know. That seems too, like, <laughs> specific in a way where, like, you just don't want to fuck no bitch that's over 160 pounds. We're going to get to the white people shit. I want to fuck my sister is the next confession. What? What? I just only put this in here for the fact. I just wanted to say this is some white people shit. That's it. This is yeah, hashtag white people shit as fuck. <laughs> I just wanted to put that in there for that. Um, okay, saw my mom name? getting gang banged. Have you ever walked in on your parents having sex before? No, and I, I knock on wood. Not a gang banger. Definitely witnessed. And I'm just grateful it was my parents, like my both my actual, like my mother and my father, and not like my mother and somebody else my father and somebody else i don't else give a damn just, who it is mixed with i mean who? yes absolutely but it's i feel like gross. the only way to make that situation even worse would have been to see 
another person. It's worse either way. I, I don't want to see it. Because, <laughs> okay. Mom, why is your legs up in... No. Oh, okay, we're going to no. throw that out. She bent over and shit. No. No. No, I don't I'm not even going to say what position, but anyways. Oh, my goodness. You know the position? Yeah. Okay. I saw it. Like, I literally opened the door. I was like... Did they stop, at least? I don't even know if they saw me. I can't remember. I was so young. I was maybe like five or six. Oh. Yeah, my poor eyes. I probably didn't even know what the fuck. I think I did. No, I do remember knowing, like, some... I I feel like I do remember knowing that they were having sex. Because I feel like I did know what sex was at that time. Which is so sad that I was six years old and I did. But I did know what that was. So I guess I... I I don't know. I don't even know if they saw me, to be honest. Mm-mm. We're just gonna leave it at that. What do you th- you think is worse, seeing a sibling have sex or a parent have sex? I would Either say one. I can't relate. I would I still mean, say parent. Oh, you don't, don't have, siblings. have siblings. But that's like seeing me have sex. Yeah, I don't want to see it. You already. Um, next confession: sneaking other people's toys. That is the literal most disgusting thing serious? I've ever heard. I don't even think when having threesomes. I feel like I need a toy for me and you need a toy for you if we're going to involve toys. There's there's a toy that will be inserted in my body and there's a toy or used on my body in whatever shape, form, or fashion it ends up being, depending on the toy. And there's a toy that's going to be used for your body. Even in a threesome, I would never allow the cross-contamination of toys. Ah, that sounds so disturbing. Like, we already got to contaminate... We already have a contaminated dick that's going into two mm-mm, different bodies. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We're not doing it more with toys. Mm-mm. Which, actually, when you think about it, that's kind of gross when it comes to threesomes. Like, having. There's too much to think about. I guess. Well, like, you can't. have too many people I that's can't. in the room. <laughs> um, the next one is I can't stop thinking. Oh, no, 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 not that one. Not that one. Not that one. That's, that's for later. That one's a long one that I do want to le- read for you guys. Um, I love cheating and the idea of it says that he's married and he can't stop thinking about meeting up with other people. Yada, yada, yada. If you're cheating and you can't, you love the idea of cheating and you can't stop thinking about it, you're going to cheat. Like, I feel like it's just inevitable. It's bound to happen. So we could just call you a cheater now, even though you haven't actually acted on anything yet. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> just call the turkey a motherfucking turkey. I don't know if that's actually like the proper it wasn't so i'll let you have it what is thanksgiving what is that (laughs) whatever what is that thing that you say though like call the if it's a duck call it a duck or call it quack like a duck walk like a duck it's a duck duck. call a motherfucking duck a duck bet um and then the last one is i had a threesome with another couple while out of town but didn't get permission to videotape it for my husband so i didn't tell him so does that mean that you're allowed to if you recorded it and showed him I feel like is it cheating if it's another couple? Like if you join a couple? I mean it's probably cheating in some people's books. Or yes, most people's yes. books. Yes, we're gonna say yes. Okay. We're gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. That's Fuck fine. But do you feel like if she recorded it, it would be okay if she didn't ask permission first and he was able to watch it? The fact that she even already recorded it made made she already made up her mind that she was gonna do this regardless of if she if it was considered cheating or not. She had already made it. You think she'd walk she away? Really oh, I can't record it. I can't have sex with you. God, that's well, I already like did it, but okay. This, we gonna break up now? <laughs> no, no, right, no, 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 not even that. Like with the couple. Oh, I can't record it for my husband that we can't do this. <laughs> I can't even imagine how that conversation would go, but that, yeah. that'd be interesting. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our season one. Episode. Our last episode of season one. Mm-hmm. Um, we are super excited for 
this this break where we get to reevaluate, we get to really get into the the nitty gritty and down and dirty into this podcast wow, and, and learn what things you guys like to hear us talk about, things you didn't, the the time frames, all those things. Just learn about our audience, the people that engage with us, the people that listen, um, and hopefully make this podcast much much better for you guys. Even though it's still pretty bomb, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am Amaya. And, and I am T or Tanaya. <laughs> Thank you. And you can find us on the gram at am.aya and T underscore Leger. Follow our podcast on the gram at the Stallions are out. Um, we will continue to follow the Wednesday regimen. I'm sure of that. So one Wednesday early next year, you will randomly see us pop. Not randomly. We'll probably advertise. But we'll be back for more shenanigans, more Tom Fleury, more tea, more of everything. And yeah. We and we love ones. you guys. Yes, we do. We appreciate the support as always. Yeah. And we out for Bye. the season. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. All that good stuff. Mm, happy Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>